The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Good morning, Dallas Cowboys fans. This is Tony Catalina of bloggingtheboys.com. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tony underscore Catalina. And I'm proud to present to you your daily Cowboys roundup for Friday, January 14th, 2022. Happy Friday, everybody. Hope you're ready for the weekend. A big full slate of football games, some wild card playoff games, you know, do or die situations. And the Cowboys are right there in the thick of it against the San Francisco 49ers. So I love the fact that they're playing Sunday at 430. That means I get to enjoy the Saturday games as a fan, you know, even get the game earlier than the Cowboys playing at one Eastern that uh, I'll be able to kind of chill and relax before it gets real for us at the the afternoon kickoff. So um, it's just going to be a great weekend of games. Um, I'm pumped up that it's the weekend or right there on the edge of it we just got to get through a friday together um but man i'm pumped up and uh you know the cowboys have a lot to play for obviously you know with this playoff game here and uh the cowboys fans don't think that you guys don't have a massive role in this there's going to be a whiteout at the game and uh they're, they're asking everybody to wear white and uh, i hope everybody who goes to the game is ready to go ready to turn up and uh and gets this thing going because i think this could be the start of something big and you know you can only take it one game at a time but Hey, the Cowboys have a big role in this. If we can get 100,000 fans in there screaming, roaring, getting crazy, uh, it'll only help this team. So, hey, there's a lot to get to this week uh, and this Friday, so let's get right into it a little bit. Coach McCarthy stepped to the podium on Thursday, and he got to speak in about all the um, you know, pertinent topics that are related to the team as they get ready to face the 49ers. He actually touched on the fact that J. Ron Curse was uh, was taken off the reserve COVID list of head of practice on Thursday, and um, he was able to you know get off. The, he, he's not completely cleared yet, and they got a roster exemption spot for him to be the 54th person on the roster right now. Obviously, a move will be have to be made before game time on Sunday, but. Um, Everything looks good as far as like the COVID situation goes. This team is getting cleaner and cleaner. So, um, actually, you know, and then beyond that, J. Ron Curse actually had a a uh, hamstring injury he's going through right now, and McCarthy touched on a little bit and said, "quote All indications are everything is good. I have no worries, but we'll see how he gets to practice." So, and that will dictate the rest of the week and see what he looks like. But the, everybody seems to say positive things in that regard and into that form. So, um, you know. I just touched on it a little bit. The Cowboys had no additional uh, COVID-19 list. You know, they didn't put anybody else on there. And uh, like I said, J-Ron got activated. Tight ends coach Lenda. Lunda Wells was uh, the only football staffer in the protocol, and he's expected to be there on Friday. So the Cowboys, you know, 
dealing with the pandemic and getting healthy at the right time. And um, it's just a good thing to see. Um, as far as injuries kind of pivoting off of COVID a little bit, Mike McCarthy said, quote, I no reservations when it comes to Tyron Smith and Sean McCune playing this week. Um, you know, in addition to the ankle injury, Smith has been dealing um, with a little bit of a knee issue as well. But all indications are that Tyron Smith should be good to go, and uh, there is no been no setbacks in that in that realm in that world for him. And it's the same thing for McEwen. He's he's kind of been dealing with a neck injury for a while now, and um, it looks like he should be good to go and uh, cleared to play. So that's all positive right there. And uh, you know, Mike McCarthy was kind of talking about. Um, you know, just experience and things of that nature when you get into the playoffs saying, quote, age and experience is a constant reminder how damn hard it is to win in this league. The longer you're in this league, you understand you only get so many opportunities, end quote. And I mean, that's well said by the head man. He, um, I think we all know as Cowboys fans, it was the last time we were in the playoffs is 2018. And it's fe- it feels like an eternity since the last time the Cowboys are in the playoffs. And it's it just how it is. You, see, you just can't take th- these type of things for granted. I've been trying to enjoy it all week. Uh, you know, covering the team makes it a lot of fun for me, especially when the team is good. And um, for the fans, it's always fun. You know, you don't want to be a part of a tough season. Last year was a tough season. But, and, uh, you know, Cowboys have a loyal fan base, so I know everybody was there rooting them on and, and doing their thing. But this year is a lot more fun than last year. I think we'd all agree with that. But uh, McCarthy hit it right the nail on the head. It's hard to get here. It's hard to stay here. And um, when you're there and you're in this position, you can't take it for granted. So um, Mike McCarthy went on to speak about Dak Prescott. And and he said, uh, you know, Dak flat out just went up to him and said, what do you need from me? And McCarthy said, quote, I need you to keep being exactly who you are, end quote. And I know that's such a little thing. I know it seems like a small little thing that Dak Prescott said, but I honestly, I love that. I love the fact that he went up to his head coach. He understands what the situation is, understands what his role is and what impact he can play and asks, you know, what more can I do? You know, what more, how else could I help this team? What else can we do to kind of get us the over the, over the hump here? So I love hearing that. It may be a small gesture, a little thing, but I see, I see through that. I see bigger than that. And um, I think some of y'all might agree with me with that. So um, he also touched on Dak Prescott a little more and said, quote, it's hard to talk about him without recognizing his leadership ability. He asked me the other day, he said, what do you need from me? I said, I need you to keep being exactly who you are. Be himself. Don't try to do too much. So that was a little addition add on to the original quote that he had. But to kind of give you the full context and the full quote of, kind of how Mike McCarthy and Dak's relationship is, it's a, you know, it's it's strictly. You know, it's it's one that they know they got each other's back. They know that uh, the the ultimate mission, they're on the same wavelength when it comes to that. And having a quarterback and a head coach that are on the same page, it's 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 priceless. You've seen some of the great quarterbacks and head coach tandems win Super Bowls in this league. And Mike McCarthy is 1-1, and Dak Prescott is a Super Bowl talent. So he's got to have to go out there and kind of and, and show that to the world. I believe that. I think a lot of Cowboys Nation believes that. But, it you know, it's, it's games like this. It's where you got to show the rest of the world so um pivoting off that a little bit to the players uh 
you know, speaking about Will McClay, I mean, I think we touched on him um, the last time we spoke on the roundup. Uh, you know, Will McClay goes, he's an unsung hero, but he gets a ton of praise as of late. So that's, you know, I love him getting his flowers. And uh, big news is he's expected to stay in Dallas. The team closed on the deal. They signed him to a deal. And uh, Will McClay is going to stay in his role for a while. He's not the technical general manager, the GM. We all know that that's Jerry's title. But Will McClay makes a lot of big decisions, a lot of draft things go through him first and um will mcclay and the cowboys they get a deal done he'll be here for you know the terms haven't really been disclosed yet but he'll be here for a while and that is a great great thing for cowboys fans for the team for the organization so um will mcclay is here to stay it looks like and Dak prescott actually touched on what mcclay's uh you know his his presence felt and said quote stand-up guy first class has a great eye for talent he's a guy I look to and I turn to when I have a question excited for him, end quote. So Will McClay has nothing but respect in that in that locker room. He has nothing but respect around the league. I mean, the New York Giants were going to talk about being a general manager, and I'm sure that wouldn't have been his only interview if he was interested. But at the end of the day, uh, Will McClay stays a Cowboy, and the Cowboys are better for it. So that is awesome news for Dallas. So, you know, we have touched on a little bit what Dak Prescott has said um, throughout Thursday, he actually did speak a little bit more um, about, you know, to the media and about the games. On, and he had to touch on a little bit. He says, who say the 49ers are a bad matchup for Dallas? I think that narrative is going around the, you know, the Internet and the world right now that the, the 49ers are too much to handle for the Cowboys. And there was a bad draw. And I'm, I don't subscribe to that to that message, but I think a lot of people have heard that. And that's kind of what's been going on. And Dak said, quote, we don't care what people believe about us outside these walls, whether they think it's good or not. We're excited for the matchup. It's going to be a dogfight. It's going to be a war. We're exactly up for that, end quote. So, you know, whether it's Micah Parsons speaking about it yesterday, how they're ready to go. They, you know, he's from a place in, in, in Pennsylvania where they bully bullies. And um, Dak Prescott saying he's ready for war, a dogfight. Um, this team, the message is being heard loud and clear. You know, if y'all want to pick the 49ers, be my guest. But this team doesn't care about the noise. They don't care about the stuff that's being outside, said outside the, the walls there in uh, Cowboys Nation and uh, Dallas Cowboys headquarters. So they're just going to go out there. They're going to play their game. And the Cowboys get ready. They know what kind of team the 49ers are. And they know what, what's expected. So um, they're going to go out there and play their game. Um Dak also went to go speak on pressure, and I think this time of year is when uh, pressure gets brought up a lot because these games are, you know, win or go home. There is no tomorrow. Everything you work for can be over in 60 minutes. And uh, Dak Prescott said, quote, I don't know why people have labeled the word pressure as such a bad thing, honestly. It creates high expectations and high standards that usually creates high results. So for me, it's about being who I am, staying true to that, end quote. I mean, again, it's it's another money quote by Dak Prescott. I mean, you know, pressure creates diamonds, right? And I think we've all heard that that phrase before. And at the end of the day, if you're in a pressure situation, it's a it's a blessing to be there. You got to be grateful for the opportunity. I mean, you don't want to be in a you know four and thirteen season where none of these games mean anything, and you're just trying to get through the end of the year, get to draft season. So uh, we're here now. Everything you've you know we've all talked about and and discussed since April. Um, you know, even when last year when the last game you know was hit zero in the final game last year we were ready to get beyond that get ready past the Andy Dalton time and get back to where we uh, expected this team to be and um, that's where we're at you know pressure creates diamonds and uh, he understands that so 
Um, beyond Dak Prescott, Randy Gregory got to speak to the media, and so did Amari Cooper. But let's start with Randy Gregory. He said he was talking, touching base on his injuries and how he's feeling heading into the game, saying, quote, nothing to be alarmed about. I've had a good week of practice flying around. I expect the same on Sunday, end quote. And if you do remember against the Eagles, Randy Gregory was looked a little hobbled. He only played about 10 snaps in that game. So it's good to hear that he should be good to go. But at this point in time this season, Everyone's got a little nicks, a little bruises, you know. Everyone's a little sore. So, I mean, he understands what the situation and what's at, at stake here. And I, I don't think there's any chance on God's green earth that Randy Gregory isn't going to be out there flying and going about 100 miles per hour. So that is good news for uh, Cowboys Nation there. And Amari was talking about the outside noise. I said that Dak Prescott and the team doesn't care about it. I think this quote kind of symbolizes that and says, quote, it don't really matter what outsiders say. At the end of the day, that's why the game is played. If the game was won by what people believed would happen, then why even play the game? End quote. So, I mean, it's it's a fact. I've never seen a team like the Cowboys with all this talent get, you know, the, the national media t- talking about the fact that they're the underdogs, which is fine. If you don't think the Cowboys are going to win, that's fine. But don't sit here and think that the Cowboys drew the worst matchup possible. And, you know, the 49ers are going to have to go out there and deal with the Cowboys, too. Everybody's saying the Cowboys got to deal with the 49ers. Well, the 49ers got to deal with the Cowboys as well. So look for the Cowboys to... um you know, the Cowboys to go out there and do their thing, I think, personally. You know, this will be the last time I talk to y'all before the game kicks off. I'm telling you right now, I think the Cowboys pull out a win. I think it'll be close. I'm going to say 24-20. to 20. Uh, The Cowboys find a way to win this football game. And then now we're looking at possibly, you know, Tampa Bay or, or the winner of the Rams game versus Arizona. So we got opportunity here to either host a playoff game if Tampa Bay loses or go right to Tampa Bay and sunny Florida and face them. But whatever the case may be, I believe the Cowboys are going to beat the 49ers. I think the Cowboys are going to go out there and show the league that uh, this is the team that we all think they are. And at the end of the day, we're going to be 1-0 in the first round of the playoffs. So that is all for the Cowboys roundup today on uh, Friday, January 14th. 2022 i look forward to seeing y'all next week please if you do write leave a comment write a review do all those things that go a long way i'll catch y'all next week go cowboys (laughs) 